Welcome or welcome back to Tea and Tangents with Tara. And on today's episode, we have Vincent. Hello, my name is Vincent. I'm the current program director of the radio station where Tara is currently recording. Yeah, and Vincent has been helping me since I started recording here because I literally knew how to work nothing at all. <laughs> and excuse my voice, my voice is still shot from Hull Weekend. Oh, as is mine. <laughs> my voice doesn't sound like this normally. It's very much raspy and like a lot, I don't know, I guess deeper than it would be. It's okay, we're giving quirky for this episode. <laughs> um, so tell us, how was Fright Fest? You had a busy Hull Weekend. Yeah, this Hull Weekend was, was very busy. Because it, it was a party here at school, and then I saw a concert, and I went to Fright Fest. Fright Fest was fun, though I, I normally could go to like Six Flags on like random days, so the park's empty, so I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit spoiled there, because I hate waiting on lines. But, so it was, it was kind of busy, but it was fun, because I went with my friends, and a couple of them hadn't been before, so I got to be like, oh, okay, well, all right, we'll go on this one, and this one, like, show them like, the good rides. Yeah. And then... The Fright Fest aspect of it was actually a little lame. Really? I've never been, so I don't know what it's like. What? Give us a description. So they have, like, like actors, like, walk around certain areas and, like, like kind of, like, scare you or a little bit or, like, okay. interact with, like, the people. And then they have, like, haunted attractions, like, which are little haunted houses. The first one we went to was, like, a Hall of Mirrors. Which is like kind of kind of lame. I'm not gonna <laughs> lie, because we waited on that line for like an hour, oh, and then God. it was like a minute long like thing. And, we're and like, it, was it scary or no? No, <laughs> that sucks. No, it was. And so like we were like disappointed at that one, and then we were like, all right, we can still make it to the other ones. So we booked it across the across the park to get to the other attraction, and because it was like close to closing, like there was no line because right. people were like we're starting to head out. So we like booked it. We ran. We went in. And then that that one was actually pretty good, and our one friend was like actually like really scared, so we got a lot of value out of it from just watching her get scared. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> that makes at least someone got scared. You yeah. got your money's worth. In yeah. No, some it respect. was it was really funny because then we we even hid inside it like we were in front of her, so then we hid and jumped out at her. So you guys um, were unpaid actors. <laughs> yeah, and that was really funny. Did you guys dress up? No. Not did you dress up at all this weekend? I did. I did. I dressed up for the the party that was okay. here. It was a bit of an inside joke with the people here at the station. Um, I was the ghost that haunts this building. <laughs> oh gosh! Wait, tell us about the ghost that haunts this building. I'm sure the listeners want to hear. So, the, who the building is named after? His ghost haunts the building. So sometimes mm-hmm. when we're here, like later at night, like we'll hear like doors like open and close we'll hear like footsteps one time uh me and one of the, one of the other members it was just us and we we're like chilling in the lounge and then we just heard something like loud fall in the kitchen mm-hmm. and we just were like oh okay he ghost is here don't worry about it <laughs> oh god would you ever use an ouija board to try to communicate um i don't think so you think you just want to leave it alone i i think i think he means well i think he's mm-hmm. just you know chilling here and okay, like, just vibing in the lounge. Yeah, he vibes all. You know, he's he's all throughout the building, but I think I think it's a very benign ghost. I think okay. he's just here to to check it out. If you had the choice to be a ghost, would you? And would you haunt a particular place? Ooh, that's. I think I would for the novelty of it. I think I'd haunt somewhere. I don't know where I'd haunt or who I would haunt, but I think they would. I think it would be fun for a little bit. <laughs> Because you can just, like, mess with people. Yeah. 
Like it depends how how good my my ghost abilities are. Like okay. what what I can do. Rightfully so. So let's say you could like move objects. Yeah, hundred like, percent. Like that would make it more. Yeah, because I would just hide stuff from people. <laughs> <laughs> just move everything slightly two inches to the yeah, left, so they bump the left. into it. So they think they're going crazy. They're like, I, you know, or just like turn something just ever so yeah, slightly. Just, just like, gaslight them. Exactly, as a ghost. Yeah, I feel like gaslighting would be so much more fun than like scaring them. Yeah, because it's it's the slow build. It's like psychological horror versus like jump scare horror. Mm-hmm. You know. <laughs> yeah. Horror movie-wise, do you prefer thrillers, like, supernatural stuff? I'm not really a big horror movie fan. Like, I've been slowly, like, watching some because a couple of my friends are, so, like, Mm -hmm. I've been watching it. I'm not, like, against them. I'm not, like... Anti-horror movie? Yeah. It's just, like, it's nothing that I ever got into myself. Mm -hmm. But, like, my friends are like, oh, like, I want to watch this horror movie. And I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll watch it. I don't know. That makes sense. It's not something you'd go out of your way Wait, to watch. Yeah, but it's not something I'm I'm opposed to watching. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I I for me it's like supernatural. It's like absolutely not. Like I do watch it, but never alone, never past like sundown. <laughs> like I, no, that's I the can't. only way to watch horror movies. Yeah, though, is, would... is after dark. Okay, literally, I would never all sleep. the lights off. Okay. Yeah, with the ghost of the radio station. With the ghost of the radio station. Exactly. <laughs> I feel like talking about it's gonna like. <laughs> You think you think that's gonna summon him? Yeah, I feel like he's gonna like slam open the door. Nah, he only he. It's only we only hear the noise. It's it. There's it's no. It's not interactive. Yeah, it's not inter. It's just noise that we hear. Okay, so heading into the radio station, how did you get your start here? So getting my start here is is actually very interesting because freshman year was COVID year, mm-hmm. so nothing was happening, but I I was like reading through the school newspaper of all things this is where i found the radio station because i saw like the radio ad in the newspaper and it's like oh like join the the wave like yeah come around anytime for a tour and i'm like i don't know if they're giving tours right now because i would have so i'm like all right so i kept in the back of my mind so then when sophomore year rolled around and then i saw the club fair i'm like all right i have to i have to do something like i can't not join anything like i have to make friends (laughs) so this is gonna be my one big like social interaction of the year is talking to these club tables (laughs) okay you're this is my shebang yeah so i talked so i I walked up to the radio station i'm like hi hello like i would like to join they're like great come to the station at this point like you know fill out the forms come to the station at this point and then that was, and then I walked away. And I breathed a sigh of relief. I'm like, okay, that was like the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know, I, I came for like the first meeting, and then I I came to do my demo. And then they're like, oh hey, like you know, feel free to like stick around. So I'm like, all right, if I'm gonna make friends, I gotta like come here and you like s- commit. sit in the lounge, even if I don't say anything. I just have to be here. And it was very much a, an active push for me to be more social. That really got me here mm-hmm. and then once I was here the old station manager uh, really I, I think helped me a lot get like more comfortable with the place because he was very funny to me so it made me feel very like comfortable to be here because he, he just made me laugh mm-hmm. so I was, I was very happy to to then find this place and then eventually I I stuck around and now I'm I'm program director. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I I think that tells a lot about your character, like your willingness to commit to something that you're unsure about just for 
one, the sake of committing to something, and two, for the sake of furthering your own socialization. Because I know, especially in the college environment, and especially as a commuter, it can be hard to put yourself out there and commit to something. Yeah, no, it, it was. it's very important to find something, because if you don't, like, put yourself out, then you never you never find what you, you know, like. I didn't, like, because I was, like, half had an idea of, like, having my own radio show. Because mm-hmm. I I just love music yeah. in general. I'm like, oh, like, I would love to play this. Like, I would love to let other people hear this. Yeah. So that was also a push to it. But then, like, you know, I say, like, I was, like, I, I stayed shy and I didn't talk to the radio station. I wouldn't be here. Like, I, I have so many good memories and experiences from coming here and being here. And I would have missed it all if I just was like, mm, you know, I don't, I don't feel like I don't, I don't know if I should talk to them. Like, uh, like it. Sometimes you just have to give yourself that little push. Yeah, and overcoming the reluctance to give yourself that push is a big part of getting to where you are. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people who might have been in your shoes freshman year, where you're entering college, not sure of what you want to place yourself in or how you want to put yourself out there? Um, yeah. The the really the advice is is like just put yourself out there j- just once you know even just a little bit because like worst case scenario you don't see the you know worst case scenario it doesn't work out but it's college like there's a lot of there's usually a lot of people here and you might not see that person again like you know it's very easy to not see somebody on a college campus yeah you know so say you like it's a failed social interaction or you don't like it you know or it doesn't work out whatever like there's other stuff to do there's more people and then you know, you very well could not see that person for the next four years of your time there. So it's very much just like, you know, being like, all right, I'm going to be like awkward and weird and I'll never see these people again. Like sometimes you just have to have that in your brain because even if you do see them again, just thinking it doesn't matter because these people, I'll never see these people again. They don't know me. Like they'll never, you know, Right. at least that's, that's my mentality. I think it's a good mentality to have and to start off with because you can't, if you're going into an interaction feeling anxious and feeling like the worst case scenario is about to happen, then you're not going to want to go into the interaction, especially if you're a college freshman, you don't know anyone, and you're in this like very vulnerable position when it comes to knowing about the college campus. So I think that's great advice to start out with. Um, when it came to meeting people at the radio station, were there people that you really just clicked with as soon as you met them? So it wasn't that... I really clicked with it's more that like I was adopted into the group like they clicked with me because I was still when I first came here I was still very like shy and in, in, in my shell but then like the people who are already here started to like like they brought me out because they like invited me to stuff and they're like oh and they like talked to me and they were engaging with me and I didn't get it then I was very much like why are they like talking to me like <laughs> Like, I'm, like, a freshman, like, you know, like, and they're, like, seniors, like, they have their own, like, their group's already established, like, why are they bringing me into it? And I'm just finally getting it now, because now, like, I'm in the higher-up position, and we're getting new kids in, and I'm like, oh, I get it now, like, like, you know, I have, like, they're part of the station now, and I've become friends with them, and it's like, I want them to, to be here, and I want them to feel welcomed, and it finally clicks for me. It's like, this is what they felt. It was like, oh, like, there's new people. Like, like bring them in. Like, show them, like, the how great the radio station is and, like, what a fun place this can be. And, and I think that's really it is, like, 
you come here and you're like, oh, like the people here are good. Like this is a good place. There's good, you know, there's fun stuff to do here, and you want other people to experience it. So when people come and they and they stick around, you're like, yeah, like you know, experience it. Like you know, feel every, you know, do everything that you can do here, and it's and it's just really interesting to to see it happen to me. To be like, oh, okay, I get it now. Like, I finally understand why they were talking to me and why they invited me out and did things, even though I was like, you know, the freshman. They were already in their like established friend group. Yeah, and I think after, like, I mean, I'm still getting acclimated to the whole radio station sphere and the whole energy here. But it's always positive. There's always someone willing to help. There's always someone willing to show you around. And everyone has been so nice from the moment that I stepped in the door. I remember the first person I talked to was Michael. And when I walked in the door, I had no idea where to go or like what to say or who to meet with. I think I was like incredibly awkward. I was like, hi, like I'm Dara. (laughs) I think I'm supposed to be recording here. But um, it's when you're stepping into a new space, the most important thing for other people to do is to make you feel welcomed because their role in that really brings you out and like all the great parts of you that you want to share with other people. And like you said, like you love sharing music, you love sharing your welcoming energy like into this space and you do do that. And so does like everyone here. And I think it's really unique. It kind of reminds me of when I was in high school theater and when you first entered the theater program, like you're you're thrown into like whatever it is you're like okay what is this this and that like who's stage through what's that where do I go backstage and everyone the seniors especially acclimate you to like where everything goes and then eventually over time you become part of it and you don't realize when you're a part of it but I think one day it'll click when you're looking back on you know earlier memories and earlier times that wow like I'm a part of this now that I had once looked to be a part of it's it's a very it's a very surreal experience. So then I, I have a question for you actually. How did okay. you find about how did you find out about this place? So I okay, I in my free time I love to go through our universities like <laughs> what's happening page. <laughs> okay. Um and I love to like stay updated on everything that's happening on campus, but I do read the newspaper as well. I had seen you and you guys in the newspaper. So you're also last a newspaper I, person. I am. I love newspapers, especially school newspapers, because you get a lot. I mean, especially more so last year. I feel like now it's a little bit censored, but um, I love the opinion pieces from the student body. I saw um, it on the website, and I was so interested in joining last year, but I did not have like a moment to breathe last year when it came to um, adding more to my plate. So over the summer, when I was starting this podcast. Um, I was like, okay, wait, but like, I want, I want to do better. Like, I want to learn more. And I was like, wait, like back memory, like the stations at the university, like that's something that I can outsource as like a way to learn more about it and to like have better audio because I don't know if you've listened to like, I did. Yeah. Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) My listeners, thank you for sticking around this long because the audio in the earlier episode was episodes were so like. It was a little scuffed. It was, it was a little... Uh, it was a little scuffed. I wouldn't want to re-listen to it. So <laughs> so it's it's really nice being here. And then I was hesitant about starting here because, one, I don't know anything about, like, when it comes to, like, hardware software that I mean, has to do I, with recording. I, I don't know anything either. Yeah, and I was also a little bit intimidated because everyone here seems, like, very well-established and, like, very, like, knowledgeable and very, like interconnected so walking into that type of environment i wanted to make sure i was putting my best foot forward um which hopefully i have but it's it's really been a cool experience that i wouldn't have had anywhere else 
it's the beauty of the radio station. But but that's exactly what I w- I how I felt when I first came in. And you come in, you're like, oh, these people all seem so knowledgeable and interconnected. And then you come in, and you realize like we're all just doing this on the fly. Like I s- sophomore year, like anytime the the old station director was like doing anything like tech wise, I'm like, wait, how do how do I do this? Like because I want to know because I want to be able to help out. And then I was you know through doing that. I learned how to do a lot of like the background stuff here, a lot of like the technical stuff, and now I'm like the tech guy. Yeah, like, you are. It's like Vincent. <laughs> um, my headphones aren't working. <laughs> so, m- me, me, and one of the other members are the two tech guys here because he knows more of, he knows a, um more about a lot of like the the he knows he knows more about the physical and the. The digital components and stuff because he's an actual like broadcast major so he has a little bit more training on everything right but then i know more of like the technicals of actually like running the the programming stuff on the programming side of how to like make sure shows go live and how to add in promos and how to add in liners and like how to do that stuff so that kind of became my job and then i learned from from my friend as well about more about like how to use audition and how like the board works and like different things I can do on the board. So it's, it's very much like learning and and taking pieces from one another and being like, Oh, like you can do this and Oh, I can show you how to do that. And then, you know, collective knowledge comes together. And then, you know, when the freshmen come in, it's like, all right, I'm going to show you how to do this. So then, you know, you can run your show. And then like when I leave, you know, now, you can pass this on. Yeah, it's passing on the torch. Yeah. And it was interesting that you mentioned that the other tech guy is a broadcasting major because something that I realized while being here is that not everyone is looking to do this like career-wise or is looking to do this major-wise. So it's really interesting to see this as just a source of passion for a lot of the members. Yeah, I, I actually, part of the reason I came here is because this became my creative outlet because the, they didn't have a woodworking club here. And that's what I did in it's, high school. Wait, so did you? What did you make in woodworking? Like I, I made, a, I made like, I I call it junk because a lot of it was just, like, it wasn't it wasn't junk because it was it was it wasn't purposeful. It, it was it, it creative. Yeah, it was a lot of like decorative pieces. Okay. But it was just fun to go into the wood shop and just like make a bunch of because you know it was like little like animal cutouts and like I made like a puzzle once. That's cool. So it was just like little stuff that I got to make, and I just l- love going in there and doing that. And then when I came here, you know, I, I there wasn't a, a shop for me to do that. So I'm like, oh, well, I need to do something creative or else I'm going to lose my mind. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'll go to the radio station. That, that can be my creative outlet. And then, you know, it became into then me doing my show and, and setting my show up, which has slowly become – I love doing my show, but – Every week, it's like seventeen songs, mm-hmm. and then I have, I have a self-imposed rule where I don't replay a song. Okay. Because I don't like ever or within the week. Within the semester. Within the semester. So My, how do you? What's your process for putting together seventeen songs per show? So sometimes I go in with a plan. I'm like, all right, this week I'm gonna be, I'm gonna have my um, genre be like. A little bit more like rocky so like it'll be a lot more like my rock stuff or i'll be like all right i'm gonna try to theme it to be a, i'm gonna try to theme it 
you know, to be like a, a world music showcase. So like all, all my music from, from different countries and from in different languages, you know, I put into one. And then other times it's, oh shoot, it's, you know, three o'clock on, on Tuesday, my show's in two hours, time to throw together 17 songs <laughs> that I like. <laughs> so, you know, it very much depends on how coordinated I am in the given week. Because, <laughs> you know, it, it very well can be a, a well-scripted and, and put-together show, or it can be a very much thrown-together, rushed, I did this, you know, two minutes before I had to go on air. <laughs> so it, it, do you find that there's a fine line between um, feeling not stressed and, like, relaxed and excited about the show and being a little bit stressed about putting it together or... Um, getting yourself together before it goes on air? Um, so, like, if I, like, have it prepared, like, I'm usually, like, more excited or, or I have a bit more of a... I don't know what the right word is. Because, like, even if I, I'm not prepared, I still like going in here and, like, doing my show. Because, like, once I'm, like, in here and I have, like, my playlist set, I'm good. Like, I, I de-stress and, like, I'm just, I'm vibing because I like the songs that I'm playing and then I can talk about them and be like, oh, this song was, like, that just played is great because of X, Y, and Z. Like, I re- you know, I heard this when I was here. Like, it's off this album. This album's really great, you know. So I can just, like, gush about the songs that I like. But then, you know, the audience doesn't know that, you know, 20 minutes before I'm like, oh, shoot, like, uh, what song works here? And, like... <laughs> All right, if I like no this song flows better into this one, I'm like rearranging the order of it and like trying to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> but like once I'm in here, I'm I'm in. Yeah, like you're collected, you're ready. Yeah. That's that's a great way to be because you're very present when you're in the radio station. Like there's not really like for example, like when I'm thinking about the only things I'm thinking about is one, the person in front of me, and like two, making sure that it's recording properly. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm never ever like thinking of other thoughts that are distracting me or taking me away from the present moment, which is really nice when you're in a, creat- a creative outlet such as this one. Like, even with horseback riding, when I'm riding, like, you have to be present in your creative outlet or your athletic outlet because otherwise you something can go wrong or you're not enjoying it as much as you can. Yeah. Well, p- part of doing it live, too, is that sometimes stuff does go wrong. Yeah. And you very much have to be willing to flow with it because, like, you know, say I I don't I don't you know mute my mic or I, I forget to turn my mic on or I, I don't hit the song like I'm like all right and this song you're about to hear is this and then like I don't hit the song and it's not playing like you can't get like flustered because then you you know you panic it's, it's very much like kind of going with the flow here because like all right I, I didn't hit, hit my mic on all right I'm just gonna play the song and I'll talk after or I'll run an ad like it's having mistakes because it does happen because you're because you're live and tech stuff goes wrong human error you have to be very willing to flow with it because you have to because you know you got an hour like you got to make sure it it flows because if you get panicked then like more stuff goes wrong because you're like not thinking and you're and you're losing sight and clarity so coming in here and and having to deal with mistakes is, is something that you, you kind of learn with and you, you like and you get used to making mistakes and you're not like hard on yourself for making mistakes because it happens. Has your ability to improvise definitely improved over the past few years? Oh, 100%. I'm, I'm putting out a million fires every day here. <laughs> <laughs> what is, quote unquote, the worst fire that you've had to put out at the radio station? 
there haven't been any like real like major like anything that's been like really bad uh, at least in my time here knock on wood <laughs> um i think like sometimes it's like i forget to program someone in i think the the worst i, I think the actual worst was one time i had to move myself into studio like two so mm-hmm. i was playing the wave out of studio two and then there was a show that comes on right after me so i finished my show and i'm like okay you should be back in one but it was actually out of two so there's like 30 minutes of dead air because they were like running the show normally in two when it should and one when it should be when it should have been running out of studio two so i had to like run back in here and be like i'm sorry guys like you have to go in two like that's where it's running <laughs> That must have been so stressful. And, like, I hate being confrontational sometimes, so it would have been like, um, guys. <laughs> well, it, it, it works out because I, I became really good friends with the girl who comes on after me. Because mm-hmm. um, she used to come in a little bit early and sit in kind of at the end of my show. So we used to talk, you know, in, in between the songs. And then I would stay and I would sit in during her show and we would talk during the in-betweens of her songs. Then we would talk a little bit after. So we, we got... We became really close friends, and now she's currently um, in Korea, but she still does her show. Korea, wow. So she sends her, she records her show there at, at in her apartment, and then sends it to me, and then I'm I'm now editing it and putting it back. But like, you know, it's it shows the the passion of the radio station. Like, she still wants to do her show, like even though she's you know a thousand you know million miles away. You know, she's still putting in the effort to do her That's show. That's amazing. Like that takes real drive. Yeah. What are your what is your five year plan look like? Like post grad, are you planning to continue your show? Do you want to do less or more? Um, I don't think I'll continue my show. I'll probably pass it on. I'll probably be like, Hey, if anybody wants to take over the pirate ship, like, feel free. Like, you know, this is kind of my music taste. Like I'll see if like somebody has similar taste and I might pass it off to them or I might just retire the show. But I think I'll I'll probably, like, you know, come around and, and check on the radio station every now and then. But this really isn't, like, my, my career goal. And as much as I, I like doing my show, I think I'll be, I think I'll be, like, satisfied when I graduate to let it kind of go to rest. Mm-hmm. That's really, I feel like that's a lot, pardon me, I feel like that's very mature and, like, very realistic. Because a lot of people in the college sphere have, I mean, of course, it's amazing to have, like, big ambitions about your passions and what you want to do. But it's also amazing to have realistic plans on, like, what you want to do and where you want to go. And not to say that you couldn't continue your show for however long you wanted to, but to say that you're satisfied at a point in time and that you have, like, lived in the moment enough to, like, not have to carry it with you is really amazing like I know like even in like the college athlete sphere a lot of college athletes are like not doing this for a living but hope to do this for the rest of their lives and like won't let it go and I think the not letting it go part can be very stressful and can be very inhibiting in some sense because there's so much pressure to hold on to something and to do better with it constantly but when that pressure is taken away and when you're just having the thought that like this is amazing I'm enjoying it now and it doesn't really matter what happens later I I think that's really like life-changing because I don't know it's very present it's very present-minded well because like this this is a a passion project you know 
I'm doing this because I wanted to, and it's not it's not anywhere related to what my my major is or what I intend to do as a job. And I'm very happy to be doing it now. I'm very happy to be the, with the people who I who I'm with now. But like you know, when my time comes to end, it's it's you know time to let let it be, you know. Like I might come back maybe you know during homecoming weekend. And I might yeah. I might do a, a revival show of it because like we do we do have a very strong alumni base here. So I I won't be like completely apps. I won't like disappear. But <laughs> he just like operates like he's away. <laughs> yeah, the second I graduate, just whew, like, yeah. dust. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, you know, it's something that that I am willing to to let go and I'm happy to be doing now but I'm I'm okay with letting go in the future and that's beautiful that's like the life cycle I guess of the college and the radio station yeah it's... when it comes to your day-to-day and in the radio seat and being in the radio station do you find that you spend more time here than like other places do you find that you like really enjoy socializing here and hanging out here uh, I live here <laughs> I'm here every day like nine hours oh my goodness he's like i only leave to go to class and to go to sleep yeah no really that is and <laughs> i'm not gonna lie it's it's definitely a little bad for, for me socially because i'm only friends with the people in the radio station but, that's... but like it's not it's it's not a bad thing because like i'm really close friends with the people in the radio station like we've we've gotten really close over this past year and a half that I've I've been here like I've really gotten to know the people I've really gotten to to love the people who who, who are here um you know and we've we've gone on so many like little trips like outside of the radio station like we've gone upstate you know we just went to Fright Fest um like we've done like day trips like the uh, group of them went like apple picking you know we do like things outside of outside of the radio station and outside of like radio station activities as a group because we are friends outside of here as well like we became friends in here but we're friends outside of here that's really nice and i don't think it's necessarily a bad thing social life wise because you do have the quality friends over the quantity friends and i think in a lot of respects that's better than what a lot of people have because it, it kind of reminds me of that 70s show if you've ever seen yeah. it yeah you know, like definitely the lounge is the vibe of eric's basement <laughs> and like the fun group is it's definitely the lava lamp right exactly yes exactly <laughs> And the the friend group is definitely as in touch and close knit as that seventy show. Like you, 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 I can see it even from like an outsider starting to come in. Like it's it's really cool. And it, um, I think in college, like it can be very tempting to try to be friends with everyone. At least for me, to be friends with everyone, be friendly with everyone, be close friends with everyone. But I think it's more rewarding to have your like tight knit group and to spend a lot of time with them and put a lot of love and care into them than to spread yourself out thin to the point where you don't have close connections. Like there's definitely a middle ground where you don't want to be that person that's like spread out and you have like all these like quote unquote friends, but you never see them or like you never interact with them outside of your sphere. So I think I I would not say that it's detrimental to your social life. I would say it's you're doing pretty good. Well, it's, I also, like, I'm, I'm, I get here, I, I, I usually come to the radio station, like, for a bit in the morning, mm-hmm. you know, see if anybody's here, or just, like, I have, like, something I have to do, or fix, or, you know, edit, whatever, and I'll go to class, and then I'll come back here, I'll eat lunch, I'll hang out, fix something, help somebody, 
you know, edit something, and then I'll go to class again, and then I'll come back here, and I'll just, like, chill here for, like, d- anywhere from an hour to, like, six hours. But it's, like... After after my last class, and then I'll go home at, like, late. <laughs> but it's, like, it's giving TV show. It's giving, this is my, like, home spot. It's giving, like, the cafe and friends. <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I think that's definitely the vibe. Not like I hold myself up in someone's basement and don't <laughs> leave. It, uh, it, it feels like that sometimes, though. Uh, and not not really in, like, a super bad way. But, like, sometimes I'm like, I should probably go outside more. <laughs> I should probably touch some grass. Yeah. Though we do eat. I mean, sometimes if it's nice out, like, we'll eat outside. Yeah, you, know, you guys we'll have, have the nice tables outside, We too. do have the nice tables. Yeah. Oh. Um, is there anything that you want to see the radio station go through experience or like develop into in the next few years whether it be during or after your time um well i'm kind of seeing it now like we're filling up our our scheduling a lot which is really exciting to see because last year it was like i think there's like four or five shows and now we're up to like 10 so like our, our schedule's filling out and i think the the goal is for the radio station one to be like for us, to, for the campus, for the student body to know us, so we're not like I'm part of the radio station, and be like, we have a radio station. Like <laughs> I, I wouldn't. That's not the response I want. I want yeah. um to be like, oh yeah, the radio station. Like I want us to be like a well known name around campus. Yeah. And then too, like I want us to have like a full schedule. I would love, I would love to see that to to constantly have stuff, to constantly have student stuff playing, you know. So it's not just thirteen hours of automation and then five hours of student programming. I would love for it to be the reverse, 13 hours of student programming, like five hours of, of automation, whatever. However it may be. So uh, that's really my, my hope for the radio station is that, one, we become more of a, of a campus-like foothold. You know, people know us, people can come, like other clubs come and will like, hey, I want to advertise my event. And then, you know, they'll, they can record their thing and it plays out and then people can hear the, um, hear it and like know and listen to the shows and know the people who run it. Because the place used to be big, like mm-hmm. back in the day. And I, and I wanted to get that kind of notoriety again. That, that and I think there's definitely the potential for that to happen in the near future, especially because podcasts have been like popping up more, especially with influencers, because people are looking for newer outlets to express themselves and to like create. Since I feel like a lot of the older outlets have been kind of run through, um, like when it comes to social yeah. media wise. Um, so I think podcasts are a great way for people to interact with each other, to share what they have to say, and to like just create like without you know purpose or intention but I, I think it would be so amazing if like the schedule was like one I saw people like in and out of here like that would be amazing but it's also really cool to see like the usual crew in the lounge and like just pop in and say hi like I think that's really cool too yeah I mean as much as having like the full rotation would be nice you know it, it also is nice having that tight knit tight, group mm-hmm. you know and because we're we're kind of small. We are able to be tight knit and kind of know know each other well, know each other in- intimately well, so we can really like interact and and not like have to be like I guess like like hide, level. Hi, hide our yeah service level and like hide our personalities. We can very much just be ourselves around each other, 
And I think that's very nice to have here. I feel like a lot, I feel like people, or I feel like the student body might be more likely to take a step in if they knew how accessible and how welcoming it was. Because, like, as like someone who didn't know, I was like, what am I going to have to learn to, like, be here? And, like, what am I going to have to know preemptively to, like, even walk in and just, like, record something? But I don't think anyone realizes, like, yeah, definitely you, not you, how easy, but definitely, like, not how accessible is the right word it is to, like... Yeah, to come in here. Like, I didn't know, I didn't know anything. Nothing. And then they come, you know, I came in, they're like, all right, this is how you use the board. This is how you, you know, change your levels, use the, the, the audio software. And then as over time, you like, you get better at it. Mm-hmm. It's a learning experience, just like anything else that you try to begin in college. Like everything is a learning experience and walking into it with that mentality as opposed to I need to know everything is definitely more productive and like more um, rewarding at the end because you give yourself the opportunity to learn. Yeah, it's... It's been really, it's been really fun to, to teach the, the new kids because I'm like, because I'm so like used to it now. So I'm like, right, like they don't know. <laughs> it's like, so I'm like, yeah, this is how I do it. And I show them like how I like switch from like, you know, turning the mic on and then like hitting wave cart one and two at the same time to like switch which one's on, which one's off. And they're like, oh, like that's like, I didn't know you could do that. Like, that's really smart. And I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I just, you know, you learn, like you get better over time. Like that's why I tell them because they're always like self-conscious about like their demos and like their first show and i'm like you know don't worry about it like over t- like you you get better over time like it's okay to make mistakes like you're new it happens and you're and i, I tell them you're like you're gonna make mistakes always so like don't stress because it's it's live radio so like you know mistakes are always going to be made stuff's always going to go wrong so you just have to be able to to flow with it in your life outside of the radio station or even in like your future life do you think that bringing in the mentality surrounding mistakes is helpful yeah definitely it's applicable outside the radio station because we're human we always mistakes mistakes are 95 percent of our lives and if we sit and dwell on it it doesn't it's not helpful because you have to be like all right like i I messed up here and then if you're like i messed up i messed up i messed up it's not productive but if you're like all right i messed up how did i mess up all right how can i fix this like what can i do better and then, you know, next time you might mess up again, but this time you might mess up a little bit less, a l- you know, because you learn. And you're like, okay, all right, I did that bit right, but I still, I'm still doing X wrong. You know, and it's just... It's that growth mindset. Yeah, you know, every day you just get better and better and you just keep trying and trying because that's all you can do, that's, you know? Yeah, that's totally true. And I, I think it's applicable to everything, not even just, like, being in your personal life, but, like, in your career. Like, you will make mistakes. Hopefully not, like... Yeah, I mean, look, th- there's some things where, like, you can't just be like, oopsies, like... Yeah, like, oopsies, like, I'm a doctor, and I, like, forgot to check on you. Yeah, you know, th- there's some stuff where, like, mistakes are, are bad. Yeah. But it's, like, little, it's, like, little, like, personal mistake stuff. Yeah. It's, like, it's okay to, like, make these little, like, inevitable mistakes that you have to make to learn. Yeah, it's, like, sometimes, you know, you might say something, like, you, you might make a you might make a joke that doesn't hit like you know that that doesn't come off right or like sounds a little bit meaner than it me- you meant to and like and you're like oh like i shouldn't have done that or i shouldn't have said that you know and you go and you you know you either apologize or you make it right whatever and then you you learn you're like okay like all right i have to be better from this yeah i think definitely it comes to socialization as well because if you're coming to like university from like another place and like the cultures are different or if you're coming into a new friend group or even like a new environment like 
getting yourself to click or getting yourself to like be able to interact with a group of people can be different. You're gonna make mistakes. You're gonna like maybe maybe like an interaction won't work out the way you want it to. Not to say that's like not necessarily a mistake, but like there's definitely setbacks and you learn from it. Yeah. It's it's a process of, of moving and growing and, and learning. And I, I think you know, here really help helped me with that. And I think it's you know because it, it, this place is very much about moving and learning and growing. Thank you so much for, one, helping me learn how to use the equipment and learn how to record here and welcoming me here. And two, thank you so much for being on this episode. Thank you for having me. I was very glad for the invitation. As always, thank you to our listeners for listening, and we'll see you on the next one.